did Tristan Thompson actually put his hands on Draymond Green? Is it possible that we see Kobe Bryant back in an L.A. Laker jersey? Which new head coaches will have success next season in the NFL? And we give our AFC South predictions. How in the hell are the Texans going to win the AFC South? What? What? I know I had a couple margaritas or something, but have y'all been smoking and drinking in here before I got here? How is that so absurd, sir? Are you serious? How is that you so absurd? You do not mean that. You I, do not mean that. I mean that with 110%, sir. You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 41 of the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host. My name is Oenyi. I am being joined by some of the busiest men in all of America. What's going on, Chris? What's good, y'all? Straight across from me, y'all know the man already. What's the deal, Trey? Not much, man. Glad to be back in the... 713 or 832? I don't know which one. I don't know where I live. 713, 832, 281, <laughs> whatever you want to say. 8004. <laughs> oh, man, glad to be back. Shout out to Cowboy Nation and Laker Nation. I know y'all missed me for a week or so, so glad to be back. It was all right. But now, Laker Nation, they, they definitely needed me. They needed right. me. Cowboy Nation, too. I'm back, y'all. How was your weekend it last was weekend? Great. Great. Let me tell you something. Andrew Luck is a grown man. That dude is, I had no idea how massive of an individual that guy is. And then I see Jacoby Brissett. I was at the Colts training training camp. Jacoby Brissett is a grown man. That dude is a huge individual and he's going to be good, man. I mean, that kid is, I mean, I didn't realize this is only his third year in the NFL. That kid's going to be good. Right. He's going to be good. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton's a little shrimp. But he's fast though, fast as fast hell. and quick. I mean, like he, <laughs> but he was just a little bitty dude, and they got a receiver. I can't remember his name right now, but the, they got a rookie receiver. Man, just watch out for this kid. He's gonna be, he's gonna be the truth. Got swag, speed. I mean, I can't remember who it is, but he, the kid is. I can't remember his last name now, but he's gonna be, he's gonna be good. Watch out for him. All right. Well, speaking of the Indianapolis Colts, they are in the AFC South. On today's podcast, we're going to dive in our predictions for the AFC South. Don't make that face, Trey. So (laughs) we are going to say who's going to win the AFC South, who's going to be second, third, fourth. I'll go ahead and start off. We already know who the winner of the AFC South is going to be. They have the best quarterback in the division. They have what is going to be the best defense in the division coming this next year it's going to be the houston texas followed by the jacksonville jaguars then we're going to have the indianapolis colts and the tennessee titans are going to take a step back and they're going to finish last in this division that's my prediction trade just just hold on a second that's that's my prediction just just hold on nope. a second trade <laughs> so that's from one to four we have the texans the jaguars the colts and the tennessee titans having the titans go from they made the playoffs last season, and to have sure them did. finish last with a new coach coming in, and Mike Vrabel, you know how we felt about Mike. Um, I think it's obvious, without being a Texan fan, just being unbiased, that the Texans will finish 
likely first or second. If I had to create a list today, I put the Texans first. And there's really no need for me to elaborate on that. You have Deshaun Watson, best quarterback in Texas, best quarterback in the division, clearly. For second place, it's difficult because you have the Colts who who are getting Andrew Luck back. And I say hopefully healthy. I'm tired of seeing such a great talent on the sideline. And then you have a team with the Jacksonville Jaguars who were really one quarter away from going to the Super Bowl. If I had to pick a team today, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars as the second best record. But I would say they'd be tied with the Indianapolis Colts. And I also have the Titans last. Speak your mind, Trey. Speak your mind. I don't know if it's... I, I need to go back to Chacho's. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back to Trey, Chacho's. Trey was at Chacho's before he came here. <laughs> this, it got to be the most stupid sh- I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> How in the hell are the Texans going to win the AFC South? What What... I know I had a couple margaritas or something, but have y'all been smoking and drinking in here before I got here? How is that so absurd, sir? Are you serious? How is that so absurd? You do not mean that. You do not mean that. I mean that 110%, sir. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to let y'all make it because there's no, I know there's got to be cameras in here or something. Y'all, this is a joke. This has got to be a joke. There's no way, no way the Texans win the AFC South. None whatsoever. So you're going to give us your list? You're going to keep talking about my team? Jacksonville okay. will win the AFC South. Hey, that's not crazy. I'm cool with that. The Texans, whoever wins, the Texans will have to sweep the Tennessee Titans or the Titans will have to sweep the Houston Texans. That the, Whoever sweeps who will win, will go, come in second place. If not, I really do believe it. it's possible that they tie and then the Colts will f- bring up the rear in that division. There's no way on God's green earth that the Texans win the AFC South. Ain't going to happen. Well, that's fine. Since we're on the South, I don't know if I want to go here. Who do you think is the best quarterback in the AFC South? The best quarterback? Yeah. I think that remains to be seen. The best quarterback, in my honest opinion, is probably Andrew Luck. He's the best quarterback. He's got the better body of work at this he time. He does, but the problem with him, he's been injured. Correct. Right? So has somebody who's only been playing in the league one year. That's fine, but... So we, you can't. We've, we haven't seen Andrew Luck in almost two years, right? But you can't. You've only seen six games. But that's fine. With Deshaun Watson been away for two years is a long time. I agree with you. I'm hopeful Andrew Luck gets back there because as a fan, and he's from Houston too. So as a fan of watching him play, I want to see him succeed. He really. I mean, he's a he's a good guy. He works hard. I want to see the guy succeed. But when you're away from the game for two seasons, that's difficult. I agree with you. But when you're a rookie and you only play six games and you're out the remainder of the season, it's really tough to come back in. And you have – that's all you have. You have a sample, a small sample. And we've all seen what RG3 did. We've seen what Dak Prescott did. We've seen what a lot of quarterbacks did. They had a great rookie season. They come back in that second year and it's just like, uh uh-oh, it's not the same. Two differences with RG3 and Dak Prescott. RG3 and Dak Prescott coming into the league – the thing with specifically with Dak Prescott, he he was known for his poise, not so much for his ability to sling the ball around the field. We knew he was accurate, but it was more about his poise. D- Deshaun Watson wasn't he was known for his poise. He That's wasn't true, known for anything but at else. at a different level, obviously at a higher level. Right, but his accuracy wasn't all that. His, it wasn't, but he but his his poise and leadership was at a different level from Dak Prescott. Obviously, he won he a national championship. Yeah. And he hasn't played a full season yet. He's still a rookie. Right. And you know, everybody says I talked about this in the last podcast. 
You have your ups and downs as a rookie, whatever the case may be. But when you have your first 16 games and you're an electric as a rookie, that's what it is. Everybody in the NFL says, oh, they're going to catch up to him. How can you catch up to him in only six games? They did it with, they've done it with a lot of people. They've got more, I, I guarantee you, the AFC South and everybody in the division has watched more tape on that kid than you need to know. That's I mean, true. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. What I'm saying is, I don't think the wave is over yet. Uh, well, for, for, I, I mean, again, Deshaun Watson was my favorite player in the NFL draft two seasons ago. Like he was by far my favorite player in the NFL draft. So I, I'm not hating. I want the kid to do well, but it's impossible. It's impossible to think that he could duplicate what he did before. And I think Texans fans are living there. It's a pipe dream. I mean, it's, he would literally be the greatest quarterback to ever play football, period. If he's able to duplicate that again for a season. But nobody said he has to duplicate that. He's got to get really close because offensively, if if you don't, I mean, you've got Hopkins, who still isn't a top five receiver. Um <laughs> still isn't a top five receiver. <laughs> go back so you to go there. <laughs> you take uh, your ass back to Chatros, man. <laughs> He's still in the top five receiver. The defense, you're talking about can't stay healthy. Your defense can't stay healthy. Your defense hasn't been healthy in five years. If they can't stay off PEDs, they're hurt, one or the other. So why all of a sudden are we just giving them this? Like they're God's okay, okay, gift to okay, earth, okay, and they're okay, going to just Trey, Trey, dominate. Calm down, Trey. Bro, calm give, down, Trey. Let's just give out his address. Let's just give look, out look. his address. So what this segment is, is AFC South predictions, right? Yeah. Jags. Not, this is not just about the Texans. Jags, Texans, Titans, Colts. Okay, let me just explain to you. The Titans are going to be last in the division. Negative. They're going to take a step back. I do not believe in Mike Vrabel at all. Uh, Marcus Mariota, he has to stay healthy as well. He cannot play a complete season without staying healthy. He's been hurt the past two years. So you've got to say, but, right, but your quarterback was hurt in six games. We're, we're just talking about the Titans. We're, we're talking about practice. I know. I know. Practice. We're just talking about the Titans right now. And why they're going to be last. Second to last, we have the Colts. Like we said, Andrew Luck. No, he, like you said, don't put we. We ain't French. I'm looking at Chris. I'm <laughs> looking I'm looking directly at Chris. The Indianapolis Colts, they have Andrew Luck back. Hopefully, he comes back this year. But there's going to be some growing pains. Yeah. I think it's going to take at least 75% of the season before we see any remnants of Andrew Luck of old. If we do see that. So, the Colts still have a lot on their table before they get back there. They also have a new head coach there as well. Um, I think it's Frank. Frank Wright, yes. Yeah, so that, that's another reason why they're not gonna do anything. I can't stand Frank Wright. We all know why I can't stand Frank Wright. Then you have then you have Who did the, he play for? Uh, never mind. <laughs> then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. This team, they are Super Bowl contenders. And I'm not I'm gonna put it out there. If their defense can play at an elite level again this year, they can compete for a Super Bowl. The only problem is when you have a defense like this and you have a quarterback in Blake Bortles who is underachieving, it puts a lot of pressure on that defense. Yeah. And it's hard for an elite defense to stay elite year after year where they have a quarterback of that caliber. So even though I say they are Super Bowl contenders, they may take a step back this year. And this is where Blake Bortles and Dak Prescott are kind of similar, only from the standpoint of, Dak Prescott's first season in the league, he had an elite team around him. He didn't have to do as much. That's just kind of what it was for Blake Bortles last season. Elite team around him didn't have to do as much. But next season, you, your defense can't carry you that way. You have to carry the team. When Dak had to carry the team, you saw him slip back, slip back a little bit. I think 
either Blake Bortles is finally going to show why he was drafted so high or he may not finish this season. Right. And then the Texans, who I do believe will finish first in the AFC South, we always talk about the Sean Watson. We talk about the offensive side of the ball, which in the six games that they played, they averaged almost 28 points a game. They were on fire. Now, but that's not the only reason. Trey's right on some points. If the Texans do want to win AFC South, that defense has to step up. Mm -hmm. They definitely have the tools and the talent back there to be an elite defense. But we mentioned this on the last podcast. Romeo Cornell being the defensive coordinator there again is going to be huge for the Texans. He's going to be able to put some players in positions to make plays. And I do believe that not only will the offense take a step forward, but the defense will as well. I I, I agree with that assessment of, of the AFC South. When you look at the AFC, I can put this out there. I think that the AFC South, and let's be clear, the AFC is, compared to the NFC, is is, is night and day. But you can make an argument that the AFC South is the best division in the AFC. You can make the argument. You have two playoff teams, the Tennessee I mean, Titans yeah, I mean, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. You yeah. have the Houston Texans, who yeah. arguably have the, the most talent in that division. Trash. And then you have the Indianapolis Colts. Trash. You have Andrew Luck. And combined, all of them have won four playoff games in the last century. In this millennium, they've won four <laughs> playoff games combined. How in the hell are they the top division in football in the AFC? Whoa, whoa, in the AFC. Don't, don't in the AFC. Me. Don't play me. But come on, man. Y'all smoking. Deion Lewis is going to make a big difference for the Titans. That's going to be different. He's not DeMarco Murray. He's a threat out of the backfield, and he's going to make a big difference. Defensively, Say what you want to say about the guy, but Malcolm Butler is going to be a great addition to the Tennessee Titans defense. They're not going to be bad. I don't see them slipping that much. And Marcus Mariota, in my opinion, he's one of those players who didn't take a major, major step back, because it, probably because of injuries. He didn't have a bunch of games. But he's one of those players, to me, that has been fairly steady. I think that kid, he's one of the fastest people I've ever seen with my own two eyes play quarterback. Um, I saw him play as a freshman against Arizona State in, live in person. I was amazed. But that guy is... He's the truth. I mean, he's a really, really he's – he's one of those quarterbacks, in my opinion, who's not going to lose you a bunch of football games. So defensively, if Vrabel does – if they do anything well defensively and keep themselves – because they don't give a bunch of points, they don't, I think they'll be in some football games, and I trust him with the football. Not that I don't trust Watson or Luck or anybody else. I just think it's going to be – I think – I don't know if that's the best division in the AFC, but I definitely think it'll probably be the most competitive division in the AFC. Well, and when we say it's the best division, I just think you can make an argument. There is no division in AFC that stands out. The AFC East is pretty weak. We're going to go through this division, but AFC East is pretty weak. The North is really just the Steelers only. The Ravens, they haven't been very good for a while. And then you look at the other division, the West. That's the only one that every season you think it'll be very competitive. And then it's just not. I think the AFC West is going to be very competitive. I think the AFC West is – we're in for a treat, I think. And with the, It's, it's going to be back I, to those glory days. I feel like we think about that every single season coming in. What do we always say? The Chargers are going to be so good. And then right. They do. They go 9 They and disappoint seven. every you know what year. They go 7 and 9. 8 and 8. It's the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, but, I mean, I think with the additions that the Broncos have made – I think the Raiders are going to be – I think people are sleeping on the Oakland Raiders, or Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders. I think people are sleeping on them. Uh, and, again, it comes back to being healthy. And if those players can stay healthy, then that's one thing. But if they don't, I think all those divisions are wide open. Okay, so what – do you think there's a chance in the AFC South that we have two playoff teams? Absolutely. We can have three playoff teams. Nah, I, not I, happening. I absolutely believe we can have three not playoff happening. teams. I really do. Not I think happening. that the, the, the Chargers, not the Chargers. Did they change it to eight teams? No. 
I think the Jag, Jag Jaguars, the Texans, and the um, the Tennessee Titans have opportunity. You pick Tennessee to finish no, last. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It could be the Tennessee Titans or the Colts. It's a toss up. If Andrew look, if Andrew Luck comes back, and for some weird reason he is an elite quarterback again right off the bat, that's a dangerous team. I don't think it's going to be Tennessee Titans. I'll take that back. I just I do not believe in Mike Vrabel at all. They take a step back just because of that hire. Hater. The reason that that team was able to be as good as they were is because the head coach was able to utilize uh, Marcus Mariota in that offense. I don't know if Mike Rebo can be able to utilize uh, Marcus Mariota in the next coming years. So they're going to take a step back. So it would have to be the Colts, the Jaguars, and the Texans. If it is three teams. If it is two teams, it'll be Jacksonville and the Texans. Let me tell you something. I know it's just preseason. But I'm just telling you, I didn't see him run a lot. I just see him run a little bit. But the way that Andrew Luck was throwing that football, that was impressive. I mean, I've been watching football for a long time. I've been in plenty of training camps. I've been, you know, tried out with people and seen I mean, that dude was throwing the hell out of the football this past weekend. And it was impressive. It was really, really, really impressive. So I don't know health wise if his back is good. It was his back, right? Shoulder. The shoulder, yeah. I mean, I didn't see anything. I mean, I didn't. There was no drop off from when his backups came in. Like it was, it was impressive. The problem with that type of injury, you may be right, and we're hoping you're right, but all it takes is one hit. Absolutely. I mean, it takes one hit for every player, but when you have a specific injury like your shoulder, it's not even just one hit. You can just land the wrong one, and your season is done. Yeah. So it just, I want to see what happens during the preseason. First, do they let him play? And then second, after he gets hit, how does he bounce back? Yeah, I would love to see him see him get rocked. And then seem bounce right back. Then we know he he's back. We literally played right next to the facility. I mean, like literally within fifty yards of where they were practicing. So all the fans were coming. And as I was talking to people, and they found out I was from Houston, they're like, "Oh, I just want you to know we're going to be Houston twice this year." I'm like, "I hope y'all do." I I'm fr- I live in Houston, but I ain't from Houston. I hope y'all beat the crap out of the Texans. Um, Is so, that how you treat your side chick? Yeah, I had to defend my Cowboys this weekend. Yeah, I had to. I had to. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I'll agree with you. It will be interesting. Three of those four teams, I mean, every year for NFL teams, it's about health. Everybody wants to stay healthy. But more so in this division, it's about health. Can Andrew Luck stay healthy? Can the Houston Texans stay healthy? Can Marcus Mariota stay healthy? The healthiest quarterback in that division is the worst quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. He's the, the worst so quarterback in the division. Blake Bortles goes down today. I don't the know who his backup is. Was, I don't know who it is either, but it I'm pretty sure. Does it matter? Yeah, does yeah, it matter? It does matter. I don't think it matters. It does matter. If any other of the other three quarterbacks I just named goes down for their respective teams, over. it's yeah. over for that team. Nah, man. Yes, sir. Nah. It is, absolutely. You don't want Savage back there? No, Slang, sir. Toting that thing? No, Slanging sir. that thing? He's not. He, is he in Texas? Uh, he's he's still in Texas? No, he's not. He's not. He's somewhere else, man. And I hope so. <laughs> He's a savage. <sighs> Cody Kessler may be their official backup. For? Blake Bortles. Oh, sheesh. That might be an upgrade. Oh, be. come on. Stop hating on Blake. <laughs> stop hating on Blake. Blake has to show me something. He be- has show- I mean, he had moments last year. AFC South Player of the Year. Who was that? Blake Bortles. That's, that's absurd. I'm just saying. Who's voting? <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguar <laughs> players. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we we have named the teams that we think are going to finish in certain positions in the AFC South, and we have thrown out some head coaches there as well. Mike Vrabel, Trey mentioned John Gruden. We have I think about seven new head coaches 
going into the NFL season? Which of these head coaches you think makes the biggest impact for their team? I think with any new head coach, it's kind of like basketball, right? So when you have a basketball team and you're a new coach, you want to go to a team with a good player. For a head coach in the NFL, I don't care what team you put me on. I just want to go to the team with the best quarterback. Or let me draft my quarterback. I think with all the new teams with the quarterbacks coming back, the two quarterbacks that stick out of my mind are Andrew Luck and Carr. And because of health and some of the things I've seen Carr do, if John Gruden is a quarterback whisperer that he's been throughout his career, man, like Trey alluded to this earlier, the Raiders have a good chance to bounce back. Because the Raiders, when they played the Texans a couple seasons ago, Remember, I don't know if the Texans win that game if Carr's healthy. Let's just be very honest because at that backup there, I think Matt McGloin. So if the Raiders are healthy, and they need to fix the thing with Mac too. I think Mac is on a holdout yeah, right now. They need to go ahead and button that up because that dude is a beast. Pay that man. I don't even think they're talking to him right now, though. That's absurd. Yeah. But that's, that's crazy. Yeah. But if I had to pick a coach with his pedigree and his background and his ability to motivate a team, particularly offensively as well, you got to look at the, the Oakland Raiders as having the best chance to have a turnaround with the new coach. I'm so tired of hearing John Gruden's name. I, I think he's just the most overrated coach coming into a new year that Man, could ever possibly be. You tripping. He, without Tony Dungy molding that team, he doesn't win a championship. He has no rings. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think John Gruden is not going to live to the hype. He'll probably be out of Oakland slash Las Vegas in two to three years. Nah, please. Proving nothing. He has nothing to lose. He has nothing to lose, but that's that's what it, that's what it's about. He came back because of the money. You offer someone ten years, a hundred million dollars, I can be retired. <laughs> I'll come back. I don't care what it is. I'm gonna put the work in, but I'll come back. Yeah. And that's what I think he's gonna do. He's just gonna be there. He's gonna show his face. I'm Chucky. I'm back. But he's not gonna do anything. So he's definitely not a head coach. I'm looking to see do anything in the next season. You talked about quarterbacks. You talked about Andrew Luck, and you talked about Derek Carr. I'm surprised you didn't say anything about Matthew Stafford. Yeah, that's the coach. That's the new coach. That's with Matt Patricia there and Matthew According Stafford. To him, he's top five. But the problem, Matt Patricia isn't he? Isn't he defense? He's defense. That's that's my that's, point. That's though. why I wasn't married to that. Well, I don't know who their coordinator is. To be honest with you, right? That's why I wasn't married to that to mm-hmm. that hiring. But I do think that he has. He's in the best position right now as a new head coach to make some strides. I think he could, he's a defensive coach. He's going to be able to make that Detroit Lions defense they better. They needed a better defense. Right, right. And so he's going to be there to do that. And then you already have Matthew Stafford and the offense who played pretty good last year. He's made strides year after year. So I think that that situation right there where he can progress. There are a couple of reasons why I didn't name Detroit. You know how I feel about Matthew Stafford. I think he's a terrific quarterback. But I'm just not a big fan of Belichick disciples particularly the ones I feel that are overrated. And I think Matt Patricia is one of those who's potentially one of those who could be overrated. Potentially. Which, I hope he succeeds. Which ones haven't done well? Which which Texans head coach number one? Would, is he yeah, really the a disciple? Is, the is he is, really a disciple? Uh, yeah. I mean, he got his job because of his Patriots. So let's be clear. When I say disciple, I mean your your last stop and why they hired you. Okay. Particularly because of that. And then what's his name? Josh McDaniels flaming out. Uh, Romeo Cornell hasn't really done much. McDaniels is doing a great job in, in New England. Yeah, but not as a head coach. As a head coach. Right. It's so his ten years as head coaches not have good. not been that and great. He had a chance and then he smoked it with uh, <laughs> the Colts this last year. He was season. some pretty crappy team. And teams. then you think about Eric Mangini, flamed out. He wasn't very good. Then he coached he the, was Jets the Jets the Browns. That's fine, but well, they're still his disciples and they just haven't done well. At least recently they haven't they have not done well at all. Romeo Cornell as a head coach wasn't very good. But it was not. But but as a defensive coordinator, the guy's a genius. 
I mean, he's a genius. But, I mean, when you talk about those guys don't get a ton of head coaching experience. Belichick runs a tight ship. But that's, and he, that's he, exactly my point, which yeah. is why of all teams, I would feel a player like Matthew Stafford at this point in his career doesn't really need that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that helps him. I think it almost makes a, a, a potential elite quarterback take a step back to work on their defense, and I don't really see why. They're your best asset is Matthew Stafford. You need to do everything you can to make sure he can have an elite season. I think based on how they played, I think, last year, because they lost some close games. They lost some really close games. The defense gets a couple stops here and there. Um, and because of fantasy football, I mean, I, I watched a lot of their games. Mm-hmm. I think that I think with Theo Riddick and uh, Abdullah, and I want to say they signed LeGarrette Blunt also. Uh, I don't know who will make that roster after all, but offensively, I don't think they're going to have a problem at all. Yeah, uh-huh. and that's kind of reason why I named him in the first place. Of all the coaches you did name and the teams they went to, they weren't very good teams. He's going into a team that was in the playoffs last year. So he has the opportunity to really excel at that position going to Detroit Lions. Did you want to say something else, Trey? I no, I'm, take, I'm, I'm taking Patricia with that one. I mean, yeah, Gruden, I, Gruden, I think his is going to be – and maybe my expectations for him are already too high. Like I already think there's no reason – that with a healthy team, there's no reason that they shouldn't. I think they should win the division. Honestly, I really think they should win the division. But I mean, I how long has it been out now? How long has it been since he's coached a, a football team? Almost ten years. I mean, come, I mean, come yeah. on, man. I, I don't. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think his actually, time like, is past. Four, maybe oh three, oh maybe because they won the Super Bowl in I think oh two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are so high on John Gruden. I know they're excited. Raiders organization and the fans are really excited that he's there um, i don't know if i'll be as excited if he was my head coach for the reasons we named he's been out for a while i just think he's gonna go there take his money and run that's just what i, I mean think. I, I don't think so john gruden hasn't made because john gruden with his personality with his history and things like that i think he's going to be i think he's gonna be okay he's one of those he's a player's coach he's like the old ball coach he's kind of like you know, a, a, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't know how great John Madden really was to begin with, but he's a John Madden or Steve Spurrier or he's somebody that guys really enjoy playing for. Play for. Yeah, they want to play for him. So I think he's that inherently is going to get people to be the best. And I don't think he has to go out there and do a ton of coaching. He's got to go out there and just motivate these guys, which I think they lack a lot of. Um, he's not that hands-on type coach he tells people how it is he's going to coach his quarterbacks he's going to do his thing everybody else handle your business he's going to motivate them they're going to want to run through a brick wall coming out of that locker room for that man and that's that's the thing when you watch the raiders they just seem to not have that discipline. they don't care yeah they didn't like they weren't playing for anything yeah and i think Derek carr is probably the most talented quarterback he's coached and all of his quarterbacks they always end up having solid seasons yeah i think Derek carr is the most talented he could have a really breakout season with that team. Yeah, minus Favre. Because um, I guess he was there with Favre for just yeah. a little bit. But other than that, yeah, I don't think he hasn't had this talent at quarterback. Marshawn Lynch rushes for 800 yards or so. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a problem. Yeah. 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 And Derek Carr, you know, he can't beat another quarterback at Dave and Buster's when they're trying to do some, you know, target practice. You hear about that? Uh-uh. About him and um, what's your boy's name? Dak Prescott? You didn't see that? Man, it's fake news. Why are you publicizing that fake news? It's, I saw it. It's, it looked real to me. Hey. It looked real to me. Well, whatever. He bring it this way, I'll smash him. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, football season is finally really here, right? We had a preseason game not too long ago. It was the, the Ravens and the Bears. Every year they play about four preseason games. How necessary do you guys think preseason football is? 
should should we just eliminate that altogether or is that something that's necessary for coaches and for fans to see on the football field if you would have asked me this two years ago i would have said get rid of them but it was only it was for selfish reasons it's just to get football season started uh but now understanding free agency and the draft and having a former players um drafted and undrafted free agents those kids would never get a chance if it wasn't for uh preseason football so i really do think they have to take this time to heal up they've got to evaluate talent and and get new talent into the game uh so for uh four preseason games ah i don't know but there's a lot of people who get shots that they would have never ever 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 gotten had we not done this preseason stuff um, plus, I want football season to last as long as it possibly can. So for selfish reasons, I say keep it. Maybe not four games, maybe three games. Let us smash the Texans every year during preseason and then smack them again in the, in the regular season, and I'll be happy. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think we need preseason football. I think we should keep preseason football, but probably for different reasons. For one of the reasons is fantasy football. That's where I peep game. I'm trying to see who I'm going to pick up. You know, you see some guys kind of go off. Like, some okay, sleepers. Yes, get some sleepers. That's for selfish reasons, for fantasy, purely for fantasy purposes. I want them to keep preseason. I agree with Trey from the standpoint that it definitely should be cut down. I can, if you're going to take away two preseason, preseason games and give me two regular season games, I'm cool with that. But I think four, particularly with the last one basically being a throwaway, because most of those guys who are playing that last game, a lot of them don't even make the cut anyway. And we already know that coming in. So they're really playing for practice squads. But where I would disagree with, with Trey a little bit is a lot of people make the team that way. But you can still have individual practices. You know, teams do it all the time now where they go and maybe the Texans and the Saints might meet up for a week and just hold practice together. We don't need to watch you do it on the field. If they can maybe push up that timeline during the during the offseason, maybe start doing that in July, maybe even in June. And so we can get to regular season football a little earlier. I think that would be best. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they should cut down the number of games, two or three, maybe. Maybe I'd like to see two pieces in games. And then they just set up some practices where they play against other teams, the Texans and the Saints or the Texans and the 49ers, whoever it may be, so you can see that talent on the, on the f- football field. Yeah. That fourth game, most of those guys don't make the cut anyway. They're just out there. Some of them are trying to find that last spot to get on the team. That's always entertaining. Yeah. But I don't think they need four preseason games. We can do without that. Deion Kane is the receiver I was talking about. I, uh, he went to Clemson. Yeah, Deion Kane went to Clemson. Kid is for real. Remember, the wide receiver from the, the Colts? Remember that. Just remember that name. For Deion fantasy Kane. football purposes. Just, I remember Deion that Kane. name. I remember that name. <laughs> All right, so we are going to switch gears here from NFL to the National Basketball Association. Laker Nation, we're back, baby. So not too long ago, I don't know why he said that. I have no idea why he said that. <laughs> you mentioned NBA. You, I, I just speak greatness. Greatness just rolls off the tongue, so Lakers obviously comes up. So I guess I'll just start with the whole Kobe thing. Kobe Bryant and your boy LeVar Ball. Right. So Kobe Bryant initially says that he has no idea why the Los Angeles Lakers did not draft Jason Tatum. Me either. LeVar Ball says that Kobe Bryant is just mad because his son thinks that LeBron James is better than he is. That's what he said. That's his comments. So what are your guys' views on that exactly? Kobe Bryant's annoying. <laughs> he is. He always comes out. I hate these stupid mama mentality texts. I told you it's going to be some furniture moving. But what did, right? my, what did Kobe Bryant say that was so wrong? First of all, keep your little dumb opinions to yourself, number one. He always has something to say now. And 
Kobe Bryant gets a level of respect because he's earned that. I get it. But they've only played one season so far. I would get it for five years down the line. And then if, if it's this bad. And then you're also hating on a potential star for your team. Lonzo. He didn't hate on him. He never said oh, his name. On, he never on, said bro. his name. He just he come just on, said he doesn't know why the Lakers didn't draft him. That's all he said. He didn't say anything about his name. There is no reason. No reason. That could be given to me. And when they pass up on Tatum, I said it. I like this was a mistake. This is something that's going to come back to bite the Lakers in the butt. And it has. I really do think that they missed out. They missed out on one of the good talents. And I don't even think, I don't know that Jason Tatum will be a perennial all star. But and Lonzo Ball will only do it out of not. I don't think he'll earn it. Maybe votes he might get it uh, because of his popularity and his dad and everything else. People either love him or hate him or whatever. But Jason Tatum to me is a better all around basketball player than Lonzo Ball, and it's not even close. I, not I even agree. close. And I we know we rarely agree on stuff. Me and Trey. Man, I'm telling you, y'all, y'all are sleeping on Lonzo. Y'all are really sleeping on it. Well, look, look, Lonzo Ball is a very talented and gifted basketball player, but it's stuff like this. That's we've already talked about this. It's going to get into his head. They bring in Rondo. That's one thing. You have his father. That's another thing. You have the debater right now. Is it Jason Tatum or him? I think he's a strong-minded individual, mm-hmm. but it comes to a point where it's just too much. He has to get out of LA. I just believe that wholeheartedly. If he wants to evolve as a player, he needs to find another location to play basketball. I just believe that 110% because there's just too much stuff going on in L.A. right now for him. And that's part of the reason why I'm like, come on, Kobe. I mean, I've never seen a player. But he never – he didn't say his name. But Kobe name. knows what he's doing. Kobe always does stuff like that. He has these little things like he doesn't know what he's doing that says a little little stupid text. Is he in your head, bro? Is Kobe in your head? He ain't in my head. <laughs> he might be in Lonzo's head right now. <laughs> but I just find that particularly for the things you just mentioned, the, the, the scrutiny that Lonzo's under, we don't – he doesn't need that. I almost said we. Ugh, I'm not part of the Lakers, but there you go. <laughs> no, I approve the application. Don't, don't I won't tell it. nobody. Don't do it. But um, I just he doesn't need that right now. Yeah, but I mean it, it's facts. It is truly facts. Like, and I, I'm glad that somebody like Kobe Bryant came out and said it because I think Magic and them missed the boat. I really think they missed the boat at that point in time. Had they had they had the foresight to think that damn we could get. LeBron James next summer. If they really thought that, if Magic was in place before then, Palinka was doing this job before that. I don't even think they take ball. I really don't. If they thought for one second, they didn't really think. I don't know if y'all went back and watched that interview that he did. Um, I don't think that he, I don't think they thought they would get LeBron because there's no reason, zero reason you need him and Lonzo Ball. And they can't think a whole year in advance. I get that. But I, I wish they would have dealt him just for Lonzo Ball's sake too because I don't hate the kid. I mean, I wish him well. But he's not going to flourish in L.A. If the stars are too bright. Lights are too bright. His dad's in the way, still in the way. And I think he needs to go someplace else where the expectations won't be that. He's not going to have Kobe Bryant breathing down his neck. He's not going to have Magic Johnson's you know, stats to live up to. He's not going to have LeBron James looking over his shoulder every time. And the media is going to scrutinize every single thing. If Ron- Rajon Rondo comes out there and starts game one of the season, oh, my goodness. That's Lord. just going to put him a step back. I mean, if Rajon Rondo goes out there and balls out, which he does have the potential to do. I, mean, I expect him to. Be. Right. Based on their performance last year, why with the team, the chemical makeup of the team right now, why wouldn't Rajon Rondo start? So it's going to come to a point, if that happens, where balls will be like, I want to be traded. His followers will be like, well, if he's not going to start, if he's not going to get minutes, then he's going to be wanting to be traded. 
Now, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, though, I want you to know that me and Trey normally don't agree on anything. So this is one of the first times that we've actually can I agreed on something. Yeah, you, you can <laughs> if you want. I'm thinking about changing my mind right now. No, but Chris, you do think that his father has a point. Is that what you're saying? His, his father clearly has a point. But and I've talked about this several times on this podcast. I think people overhype Boston and all of their players for some some reason I don't know. They're a good team. I think Jason Tatum had a solid season, but some of the numbers he was putting up either A are not sustainable. And when I was watching him, I just didn't see elite talent jump out to me. I thought he You had didn't a good see season. progression? From Jason Tatum? Yes. I thought he was a solid player. But did you, you see, see him, did you see him dunk on LeBron James? I just, well, I mean, that, that, nice. that was nice. <laughs> that but was that, nice. that doesn't happen. <laughs> but my, my point is, people are rushing to anoint him. And then also doing the same way, anoint the Celtics. And all I'm saying is just wait. It's just one season. The only player that I would anoint last season that I saw him for the first time, other than Ben Simmons, is Spider down in Utah. What? That brother can Donovan hoop. Mitchell? That brother can hoop. He was good. He was good, but... He has signature moves. Let's put it that way. Well, we're not. I don't get on that. Was Ben Simmons a rookie? Well, I said yeah, 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 yeah. No. I, heard, I, heard I already said. I heard Ben Simmons is the beast. I don't. We don't even talk. So about right now, let's say that you drafted, you started over, okay. and you're the Lakers. You draft Jason Tatum or you draft Lonzo Ball. Who who went? Uh, it was Ball. Who went? First? It was Fultz. Fultz. I don't want that cat. <laughs> He's the, the, the verdict's still out on him. He he was hurt last year. The verdict, yeah, he was hurt. I know but, last year we were in love with Deshaun Watson. Based off they did what everybody did last season, I'm gonna don't take say it. we were in love with Fultz. Don't put, be putting me in there. You French today? I was just trying to continue the trend of us agreeing on stuff. Oh, okay. But if you don't want to do that, that's fine. <laughs> we didn't do nothing. <laughs> if I had to say start over and I had to pick in the player, I want him taking down of a Mitchell. Number one? No, yes. no, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. okay. No, I understand uh, that. I'm just saying, based on the discussion they were having, oh, with you're Lonzo Ball or, or, or Jason Tatum, and my team is garbage. Who, who, who do you see if having the Los Lakers? Angeles Lakers? I, I honestly think if okay, if I'm the Lakers, I'm taking uh, the cat from Boston. I give you that. But if you're saying I'm starting my own team, I don't know who else is on my team. I don't know anything about it. I'm going to take Lonzo if I can subtract his dad. And you can't. You can't. Well, but that's the problem. You cannot. Package They're a package deal. deal. And well, then I got to take Jason Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, Jason Tatum, you can say what you want about Boston Celtics. You have the Lakers. You have the Celtics. If I'm a young NBA talent and you have the choice between what team you want to go to, I'm going to Boston all day. I am not going to be able to deal with all that drama in LA. I know drama. LeBron? Including LeBron. That's me. That's me. Look, look, look. look. Who has a better chance to win the NBA Finals next year? The Boston Celtics or the LA Lakers? It's about the same. Get out. No, so let's stop it. It's about the same. Stop it. The Boston Celtics have a better (laughs) chance of winning a championship next year than the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, they're going to get a chance because if they win the East, you know they're going to be facing the Lakers in the NBA Finals. (laughs) So they're going to have a chance. So we're going to be able to see what it's about. Every time we start a podcast, somebody in here needs to do a drug test. Today is clearly We're going to see what it's about because we're going to be in that thing. You guys haven't been projected to make the playoffs. Yes. Well, who? By by who? Look, look, I already told you what the deal is. LeBron James is an integral part of that LA Lakers team, right? Duh. I know they're a playoff team. If you put LeBron James on 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 a team, they become automatically a playoff team. Number one. Hey, wait, wait, but when, keep saying that. We're marking the tape. The number one seed. Number right? one seed in the West. You want to say that one more time? <laughs> number one seed in the Western Conference. Saying, why do <laughs> you keep looking like that? Because we're losing listeners, man. <laughs> you keep on saying stuff like that. They can't listen to that. 
<laughs> they listen to this like, what is this? Who is this guy? Guy, if, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this, please don't. He's a he's a Laker fan, okay? This this cut up some slack. But you put LeBron James on any team, I don't care who it is, you have to believe that they have an opportunity to go to the playoffs. Now, I'm not on this Trey train where the Lakers are going to be a number one seed. They're not going to be a two seed. I don't think they're going to be a three seed. Blasphemy. But they do have opportunity to be a fourth seed. Now, as far as the Boston Celtics are concerned, they're arguably the best team in the East. They're bringing back Kyrie Irving and they're bringing back Hayward. That's just going to make that team better. If they have a better shot at winning NBA finals than the LA Lakers. It's just that simple. Boys, Trey. stop. Stop being a homer. Boys, I'm stop, not being a homer. Because you always talk about me being a homer. I'm not being a homer. You are definitely being a homer I right am now. What, I am what they call a sportsologist, okay? So I am telling you right now, the Lakers will be the number one seed in the West Coast. <laughs> And I don't know why y'all laughing. I, I don't it's, appreciate it's, it's that. It's the opposite effect. It makes Chris laugh. It makes me frown. Because I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know how hard I have worked to get listeners on this podcast? Are you just throwing it away? Hey, my, they feel me. If you don't agree, holla at me. Oh, we'll do a poll or something. Yeah. The Lakers are the number one seed number one in seed. the West. Yeah, they should be the favorite to win so the NBA means, final. I mean, I think the team... So they have the best record in the NBA overall. The w, no, the best record in so NBA, the NBA. The late, yeah, okay. yeah. I I envision really like a. Are you are you in this mood where you're trying to speak greatness on your team? No, I'm just telling you what it is. They'll probably start off like 33 and eight. That's how they're gonna start off. Yep. Mark the tape. This is my. I think tape. I mean I really appreciate it coming on the podcast with y'all. I, <laughs> I appreciate it, but I think I'm gonna go ahead and uh, <laughs> I'm just a, hey, I'm taking a shot. I'm just going for it. I'm just calling like you asked me the last time. Just go ahead and say it. I'm saying it. Okay, look, look. To the listeners. This to the listeners, okay. So we've had a steady increase of, of listeners on the podcast. Okay. If this is one of our lowest, you know. <laughs> or the next one's one of our lowest. Then I'm I'll gonna, educate I'm them. I'm going to blame you. I will educate I'm going to blame you. I will educate the new channel sports listeners and help you understand why greatness has returned to Los Angeles. You saw the New Jerseys. You saw you saw the New Jersey. Showtime is back. That's going to equate to a number one seed in the West. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. It's going to be ridiculous. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, the and we got started on this tangent because you said the Celtics have a better uh, chance. You're crazy. It's how is that so crazy? We'll see him in the How finals. is that so crazy? We'll see him in the finals. The How about Celtics that? have the easier road to the finals. They don't have to go past the Warriors. Neither will or we. the Rockets. No, neither will we. We'll go through one of them. We'll beat the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. There's a scenario where you might have to go through both, sir. No, sir. No, Rockets. It gonna, could happen. Rockets might not even make the playoffs. I want to punch you so bad. <laughs> I just want to punch you. Speaking of punching, um, so Draymond Green. Tristan Thompson. I know you guys heard this. Draymond Green's in the club. I think it's ESPN something, something ESPYs or something like that. I don't know the complete story. All I know is that Tristan Thompson put the two-piece. Allegedly. 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 I don't know what happened. I don't know if Draymond Green got in his face. I don't know what happened. But the story is that Tristan Thompson put them paws on Draymond Green. I thought Draymond denied it. Didn't he? Didn't he never. He's uh, he's made speculations of certain like, oh, y'all guys are tripping, all this kind of stuff. But he's never said full out that it didn't happen. Yeah, I is, wouldn't either. Tristan Thompson ain't, ain't about not, that. There's life. no video to it, right? Yeah, Tristan so ain't about that. Has, life. I don't think Tristan's about that life either. 
I've heard completely. Did you things. see him at the game? When they got into the altercation, he was hot. He's protected. He's protected at the game. Ain't nothing gonna happen. That's that's the thing. I I, I agree with I agree with Trey on that. Uh oh. I mean, I agree with you on that point. I just I mean, do I think he two piece him? I hope he did. I mean, I mean. <laughs> why are you hating? Draymond Green is a bully. No, he's he, not. He's not. It's not even just he's that a bully. He's, he's a bully in this current climate in the NBA. Yeah. But the problem is we have a lot of soft guys. Fake thugs. Fake fake what does Kevin Durant say? Fake tough fake guys. Fake tough guys. Like fake, Jimmy. Who is Jimmy, bro? <laughs> How can you call James Harden a fake tough guy? James Harden is the opposite. He doesn't even try to be hard. He doesn't even care about being hard. All he cares about is that strip club. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all he cares about. Salt in the toilet paper. <laughs> he might admit it to you. Okay. He's never come across as a tough guy to me, ever. Yeah. He no. just wanted to say his name. No. Hey, I, th- I talk about Jimmy all the time, man. But Draymond, Tristan Thompson ain't about that life, and he did not two-piece Draymond. And if he did, I'm, Draymond's from Michigan, homie. Draymond ain't about the Draymond would, Draymond would kick watch his you, ass. Watch your words for a take about. <laughs> Uh, then you uh, see that drumstick wing. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond Tristan dating a Kardashian. He ain't about that life. What I, you know, the whole bunch of reports, and some of this could be fake. What I heard is, first report I heard he walked up to him trying to apologize for, you know, snubbing, snubbing him during the final. That's the first one I heard, That's too. the first one I heard. The second one I heard is he started talking about Chloe and his family life, and that's why he two-piece him. Whatever it is. When you hear the story, there has to be some truth to it. There's clearly an altercation. I think Tristan's people beat Draymond's people to the punch. And they said, yeah, he he, he two-pieced him. Because at first I heard he knocked him out. That's what I first heard. I heard Draymond Green was on the floor, tongue out and everything. And it comes out that's not necessarily true. I ain't heard that. I didn't hear that either. I already got knocked out. That's the first story I heard. I heard a third scenario. I heard a third scenario that Draymond Green taunted him in two other clubs before they actually went to that location. And that's when Tristan Thompson... Two piece them. So who knows what to believe? There's no way. If it was leading up to that, there's no way a piece of that wouldn't have been recorded. Or Draymond Green knocked out on the floor. How long would it take you to pull out your cell phone and take a picture of that? So that's obvious. That would be worth hundreds, not maybe not hundreds, tens of thousands of dollars of TMZ. Like they would have paid for, they would pay gold for that on the spot. Yeah, ain't happening. No, that's not true. Tristan ain't about that life. If it is, I'd love to see it. I'd, I'd really love to see it. Who knows? Who knows what to believe these days? I I can tell you what to believe. Texan Super Bowl. Boy. Boy. <laughs> the, the Texans have as much chance of winning the Super Bowl as the Rockets do of winning the Western Conference. I agree with that. They both, they both have a good chance. Pretty good that. chance. I agree with you. Thanks, Trey. Yeah. Because both of them came close to that last year. Well, the Rockets did. Texas were nowhere near that. <laughs> I was being facetious. I know you were. That's that's your middle Cavs on parade, baby. Oh gosh, I want to say f you so bad for that. <laughs> so uh, Shaquille O'Neal kind of hinted that Kobe Bryant might come out of retirement, come off the bench for the Lakers. He didn't say come off the bench. <laughs> He would have to, right? No, no. You think he would start? The greatness that is Kobe Bean Bryant come off the bench? Are you? So you believe this rumor? You believe no. that Kobe well, might come back? First of all, Shaq didn't make it up. I don't think, I mean, the look on his face when he said it, it didn't look like he was making it up and being petty. Mm-hmm. Somebody said something, or maybe there's a rumor mill out there. But Vanessa, 
came out very Mrs. Bryant, Vanessa Bryant came out very quickly and said it ain't happening. He's not coming out. Oh, of he's retirement. not coming back then. Let's go yeah. next subject. No, yeah. I didn't know the wife. I didn't know the wife. Wifey, wifey came out and said he's not hooping, but you gotta listen to her words. Exactly. She wasn't saying it like. Oh, my man's not playing no more. She's like, my man better not play no more because I'm enjoying my time with him. Absolutely. That kind of tells me he's probably, you know, whispering some things in her ear. And she's like, yo, I'm coming out saying I'm not having it. I'm surprised I haven't said it on this podcast yet. But when I found out that Kobe, I mean, that LeBron went to Los Angeles, I told several of my friends that I would not be surprised if Kobe Bryant came back to be a part of it. Maybe on the podcast I mentioned coaching or getting back into the mm-hmm. because the Lakers offered him a spot in the front office before and he's like, hell no. He didn't want to, he didn't want that drama. But with LeBron back, the spotlight back, the media back, all that type of good stuff back, I could see Kobe Bryant. He's working out with Jason Tatum right now, which is the reason all this crap has even started. And that's a good point you make. And I, he said he hadn't touched the basketball. He wasn't practicing. He wasn't doing anything. But now he's working out with Tatum. I think Kobe Bryant is so competitive that if he gets that itch and people start talking trash about mm-hmm. the Lakers, they don't get another free agent, he comes back. Wow. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind he could come back to the NBA today and put up 18 points a game easy. I agree. Easy. Yeah, I think he won well, 50 shots. Yeah, nah, he won't. He won't shoot 50 shots. He won't. He won't shoot. But I think he. I think potentially he could come back and play with LeBron. But I mean, why not ride LeBron more? He rode him throughout his entire career. Why I don't think he rode him? LeBron more, but I think what it would do is compare him to somebody that everybody already compares him to. Uh, in the brief stint that Mike took away from the game. Kobe Bryant would do something very similar um, and get his sixth championship or maybe even more. That's what I mean by riding LeBron now. Towards the end of Kobe's career, people are, you know, the, the little dog commercials, Kobe, LeBron. It was obvious LeBron was better at that time. He was better. Why not ride him when it comes to L.A.? If Kobe and then take away some of the shine because you know he's hating on LeBron right now. Nah, he's not he, hating on LeBron. I think he's hating a little nah, bit. Nah, I don't. Think when so. I say hate, I don't think it's coming from a dark place. So he's like, I want to see you fail. I don't think that's what it is. I just think a little bit is like, bro, why'd you have to choose my city? Yeah, like my. I town. think I think Kobe Bryant. When, when you hear that guy talk right now, he's so content with what it is that he's doing, mm-hmm. but he's so competitive. Like he's just he's the ultimate competitor. And I think that if he sees a chance to bring greatness back to Los Angeles, possibly retire and become a coach, much better than what Derek Fisher did, and he can get back on the sidelines and maybe coach LeBron for a couple of years and be the player to win some uh, some championships as a player, and win an Oscar, win some more rings, and win as a coach, I think he's cocky enough to say, yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. I did that. He's the first battle Hall of Famer without a doubt. Yeah. But I think if you want to cement his legacy and put him above what anybody else has ever done, I think he, I, I wouldn't put it past him. He's yeah. that cocky. Y'all hit around the spot though. It's the competitive nature of Kobe Bryant. Like whenever he sees people and he's watching basketball, he's like, man, I wish I, I'm not there. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's eating up at him. He's content with what he's doing right now, but it's almost like a perfect storm right now yeah. in LA. If there's any opportunity for Kobe Bryant to come back and play, the opportunity is right now. If LeBron James does not come to LA, I don't think he's even considering it no. whatsoever. He's not going to go back to that having yeah. this group of players. No. It's not going to happen. But I think what he did different than a lot of players. Uh, yeah, he had the Achilles injury, but I don't think Kobe Bryant was one of those players. And I think he proved it in this sixty-point game when he went out. I, 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 he wasn't one of those players that you just look like, man, dang, just take him out to the back and shoot him. Like he just, he's done. He ain't got he it no more. Definitely has gas in the tank. Yeah, and so a lot of other superstars that we've seen with Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, those guys play. Carl like Malone. That, right? Dirk is looking like that. I'm, yeah. Good point. I mean, like he's he's not Kobe. If Kobe came back right now, you would expect him to score twenty points. Like man, you would expect it. I just. When I see him coming back, I talk about him riding LeBron, but 
I think the itch may not even be just LeBron. It may be he wants to just play this Warrior team. Maybe. That's what the itch may be. If I thought if there's any itch, it's like, I want to see which team is really the best team in California. Because you know Kobe would be the first one to come out. Lakers are still king in California. Kings of California, where the case may be. I would love to see it, personally. I just, if, you, if they signed him and he came in, even if he did play 25 minutes a game and just sat out there, and t- you're not going to leave him open. You're not. You're absolutely not going to leave him open. Mm. And I, I don't know. I think I, you would not be able – you wouldn't be able to buy a ticket off StubHub. I don't think anybody would – I don't even think anybody would sell their tickets yeah. if you saw Kobe Bryant and LeBron. Pff, no, definitely. Not only would that be the best show in L.A., that would be the best show in America. It would be one of the right best there. stories in sports. If I'm LeBron James, I'm calling Kobe Bryant like, do you want to play? <laughs> you think you, so? you want – LeBron wants – stay home. No, LeBron wants Kobe Bryant to play on that team – for many reasons. Oh, One you're right, you're is right. that if, if if Kobe Bryant plays on that team, that almost lets other Kobe Bryant fans know that I'm riding with LeBron James. Yeah. That's going to take some of the heat off LeBron yeah. James. Okay. Number two, if Kobe Bryant goes there and let's just say he stinks up the place. <laughs> and he plays yeah. bad. And then people are like, like oh, you need to go, Kobe. Yeah. It's done. That helps LeBron James as well. So yeah. either way. It helps LeBron James. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So LeBron, if you are calling Kobe Bryant right now and say, "If you want, you want to play, bro? Come on over." Let me tell you this right now. If you had to, let's go back. Let's let's rewind a little bit. 2017, 18, Dwayne Wade or Kobe Bryant today? Kobe. It, it, my point exactly. Kobe. I don't know, man. But like you said, I, and, and nothing against Dwayne Wade, but yeah. Dwayne Wade we haven't was seen him play in almost two years now. Yeah, but do, I mean, but what Jordan was at fifty five, telling people, "Hey, I can come out here and drop fifteen on you." Yeah. And the truth is, everybody was like, "He probably could." Yeah. <laughs> <He probably, laughs> no, Jordan. Look, Jordan, the Washington Wizards, Michael Jordan. People forget that cat was still pretty good. <laughs> he was like he was. You talk about Tim Duncan being fundamental. Look. What makes Jordan so great was that he was able to elevate his game. He saw ways that his post up as a Washington Wizard was unstoppable. Yeah. Okay, so his he he was still great, and Kobe's the same way. Yeah, that's that's what I see. And if LeBron did, I mean, LeBron has always cried and complained about help. If you had, I like how you just throw that in there. This nice and stuff. He has. Boy, he ain't cried over nothing. Yes, he. It has. was just <laughs> it's just that last season. Okay, it was no, really he just cried about help before that. Just that last okay. season, he cried about. So help. think about this for one second. If you had Rajon Rondo, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, um, Brandon Ingram, yeah. and whoever you want to at center, because uh, do they have Lopez? Still? I don't even know if, if Lopez. I don't, is I don't think. I don't think he's there. He's I don't think he's there, there anymore. Um, Javale McGee, you know, starting. I mean, that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. And I, I, I guarantee sound, that that sounds it, it, that sounds like a really old team, man. It does sound old, but it's better than Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Kobe Bryant. That that whole that whole gang and that team was the finals that we had. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I but think, I mean, I, that team. Let's let's be honest about that team. That team had internal problems. We were a year too late, but they had internal problems. Yeah. If it wasn't for the eternal problems, I still don't think they would have beat Detroit, but they wouldn't have gotten beat in five. Yeah. There were some things going on personally within that team yeah, yeah. that derailed them. Because you, you talk about them being old, but they went to the finals. Yeah. They won the first game of that NBA finals. Forget that. And then they got. They won game two. They got, oh, I'm sorry. They won yeah. that game two off of a Kobe Bryant 
um, shot pretty yeah, much last second shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Worst series in Kobe's probably career. Right, right. Like, right. boo, boo yeah. in the series. But yeah. I'm, insane. I'm not throwing away my Kobe jerseys yet, man. I'm just telling you, like, I, I thought, I promise you, I, the moment they signed LeBron, I thought about it, and I've talked to you know some friends about it, but I wouldn't be mad at him at all if he did come back and pl- come off the bench and do his thing. I mean, it would be Laker Nation would go. We couldn't have we couldn't have a podcast for a couple months. Like we could we <laughs> so, could never. So right now you you would take. Kobe without playing for two years over Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. I think what Kobe, what Kobe Bryant and LeBron James would do for the NBA would be stupid. It would not even be. No, no I'm not talking about what it would do. I'm talking about com- from a competitive, competitive Yeah. Side. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I would. I would. Has Carmelo signed yet? Not yet. Know, he cleared waivers two days ago. What is he waiting on? I don't know. But he could sign. He's going to be a rocket. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, it's funny that you you make me think about that question. Kobe coming back, you know, his last game, he scored 60 points. Yeah. <laughs> um, no better way to go out as a basketball player, right? If he comes back, is he going to be that good? Is he really going to be as, still as good? I mean, he might be. I feel that, though. <laughs> because, no, and it's because he takes two years off. Yeah. Sometimes taking time off makes you a better player. You get the rest. You come back, and he's not going to be the guy. Right. His Almost the, through the middle of his career, he was the guy. He had Shaq, you know, first part of his career. Like he said, he's going to lean on LeBron a lot in that supporting cast. And, and Kobe wasn't one of those players that was one-dimensional. Kobe Bryant was able to beat you off the dribble. I mean, he was a, he was a good defender, and he scored the ball, shot the ball a lot. If he – I mean – I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If he was on the floor with LeBron James, I think LeBron James benefits from that too. Would right. you? Would you, if LeBron James was driving to the basket, do you double off of Kobe Bryant to guard him? Well, I mean, it depends how he looks. Do you guys know how old he would be when the season starts? But this, this, this is my 37, 38. Thing. What do you think? Uh, like what? 39? Maybe He'd be 40. 40, right? 30. Kobe, 17, 20, 37. 30. This is the thing yeah. about about Kobe. I I trust Kobe's judgment. He's not going to come back to the league knowing that he might embarrass himself. If yeah, he does, he's too prideful. For if that. he does come back, he definitely has gas in the tank. He might, you know, make people believe he's not that great. People are going to interview him. He's be like, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> he's going to come back first game, drop forty. <laughs> so if he does come back, you better believe the Mamba's ready. Right, but the difference is you're talking about somebody who in NBA history, if you listen to the people that follow the sport, no NBA player took better care of their body. Nobody stayed in shape the way that that guy did. And even if he played, you know, 100 basketball games in a season and Olympics and stuff like that, you never saw him really beat down. I mean, until I mean, I don't think people thought he was superhuman until he tore his Achilles. Without, and then the dude gets up, shoots two free throws, and walks off. You're like, what the? The Achilles injury was more injury of just attrition. After right. All the years. Absolutely. I mean, it wasn't even, even, I mean, it wasn't even a freak injury. It was right. Just, that was just, at some point, his so body was like, yeah. hey, bro, yeah. we're kicking the tires on this one. So, Sit down. It's a, it's a, man, I, man, I don't, I don't know what I would do. I would be, I would be ecstatic if that guy came back. I honestly, when people listen to podcasts and may think I'm a Kobe hater, but I don't think I want to see him come back and get hurt. That's the one thing I don't want to see. He left at such a high note. I don't want it to be like a footnote. It's like, well, wait, he did come back for a little bit see, and he tore something. The, I don't want to the see The converse that. to that is as a true Kobe Bryant fan, 
we still, people still, especially after he left us after dropping 60, like, hold on, bro. Like, you can't just leave us in disarray like yeah, that. They're thirsty for We want to see, like, come on, you can do this. Like, you, you're not, like, let's wait till you can't do anymore. Yeah. And so we're like, no, nah, he can do, he can get it. He, he can get, I would take him. I'm not lying to you. And if you think about the people, Deshaun Stevenson, I mean, Deshaun, why do I keep saying that? Lance Stevenson. He's not starting. Right. But Kobe Bryant could give you whatever he's giving you. Without a doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Whenever you have a player that you're fond of and they leave before their time, yeah. you always wonder, could they have done more? I don't wonder that about Kobe, but you do kind of think that he left before his time. There's still some left in the tank. When Barry so, Sanders left, you knew. I'm like, man, you had a lot more. Kobe yeah. wasn't in his I, Right. That's, that's also true. But if you're a fan of Kobe and he's talking about coming back, you don't mind seeing that. Tim Duncan was it. He was done. I don't know if you, I mean, and I, Tim Duncan to me is the greatest power forward to ever lace up at. He gave everything he possibly could to the San Antonio Spurs and to the NBA. And as a fan, I salute Timmy. Timmy did, it was it. Like he was just like, all right, I did everything. I mean, he could barely get up and down the floor. That's how you go out. Not to where you're trashed, but to your still decent average. And I, I think Kobe was, I, I still think he was a step above that to me. I, I think to if me. Kobe comes back, he'll look more like Dirk today. But Dirk doesn't have any help. That's true. But Dirk, when you see him play, he just looks like a ghost out there. Yeah, but I think if Kobe, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'm just getting excited thinking about it. But if Kobe Bryant came out with this, <laughs> with Ingram and Kuzma and LeBron James, I mean, man, that would be that would be scary. That would be very, very scary. And I don't know if scary is the when word. He pulls out, scary is not the word. It'll just be entertaining. When he, pulls out the, when he pulls out the basketball, laces up, and starts practicing with somebody that plays with the Boston Celtics and you're a Laker legend, I don't think you do that for nothing. He didn't do it with Kuzma. He didn't do it with Ingram. He didn't do it with any of them. But doesn't have a, he had a relationship with Tate. Tate, right, right. yeah. But, st- but still, but still, he said he wasn't touching basketball. He was done. Like, that's it. Wasn't he on his um, little thing detailed? Jason Tatum was on his little detailed thing. He actually gave him a lot of props. Yeah, Tatum's the truth, man. Right. I do. I think Jason. If, I think if, true. if Duke, I mean, if Kobe would have went to college, he probably would have went to a school like Duke, mm-hmm. uh, like Tatum. So I think they have a lot in common. Um, but I'm, I'm just glad that he's looking out to the guy. I really am. So I think players need mentors like Kobe Bryant. And if he doesn't come back and play, if he can continue to do this and make younger players better, then I think ultimately as fans, we all win. Doesn't have to be younger players. He can take James Harden under his wing and Man, show Kobe, him a few things. Kobe, listen to me. You mess with Jimmy, I'm going to stop messing with you. Leave Jimmy alone. <laughs> That's a lie. Leave me alone. That's a Leave lie. Jimmy have, you, alone. have you heard Kobe talk about James? I almost called his name Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard Kobe talk about James Harden? You should no. listen to him talk about James Harden. I think it's South Collins. He probably Jimmy. compliments his scoring. Nope, he didn't do that. You should watch him talk about James Harden. Mm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'll do some homework. I'll listen to Kobe James talk Harden about Jimmy. James Harden is a beast. Boy, stop. Keep watching. Boy, stop. Back-to-back MVP. Boy, please. And finals That's going to be hard please. to do, but. And finals MVP. LeBron James. <laughs> Jimmy's out of there. Oh, guys, uh, we really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, pretty entertaining show we have for you guys today. I'm going um, to Chachos. Yeah, you need to go, you need to go back to Chachos. <laughs> I would tell the complete story, but I'm not going to do that to you. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you enjoy what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast. You can do that on Podbeam or you can do that on our website. That's uh, newchannelsports.com or you can do newchannelsports.podbeam.com. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L sports.
We do this for you guys. You guys got anything else? Go Cowboys. Go Laker Nation. We back. I have a score for the, the day of reckoning. I got one too. We want to do it right now. You want to end the score now? You want to wait till later? Do it right now. Do it right now. I mean, mark the tape. No, we'll wait. We'll wait. Keep keep the fans interested. In, you know, I'll, I'll wait for the score. Okay. October seventh. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars, and don't forget to subscribe.